Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, NBs, and anybody else listening, welcome back to another podcast episode of Rocker's Rambunctious Rambling. My name is Rocker Dude. I will be your host as I am every single episode. And uh, this one's going to be an interesting one. I wanted to catch up a little bit on what's going on, why there hasn't been any new episodes. And then after that, it's going to be a bit of a venting session. There's a lot of stuff happening in the world um, that I kind of just need to get out of my system, need to talk, and I feel there's a good avenue. So if it's not something you guys want to listen to, I, uh, I recommend you guys probably stop after the first 10 minutes after I catch up, let you guys know what's been going on with my life. And then maybe uh, once we get to the serious topics, because they will be serious topics, um, you might want to just turn off. But I think it's very important for me to get it out there, kind of to let you guys know where I stand with uh, some views and beliefs in case it's uh, something maybe you guys relate to or something you don't relate to. And uh, I don't know, you know, I just I feel it's very important for us to be vocal about things that matter and um, when we want to see change staying kind of neutral or not saying anything um i don't know it just doesn't seem to really help help much or do much for uh the country the country ourselves or just anything that's been going on so with that said welcome and thank you so much for listening we are sitting at 30 downloads so if you are one of those 30 downloads um could be the same person six seven thirty times i don't know uh, i just want to say thank you so much for tuning into the episodes Hope you guys have enjoyed them. I'm hoping to be able to get back on track and do these once a week. I'm not sure. I know normally I try to keep them to 15 to 30 minutes. It's been 30, closer to 30 at least the last few. So it is what it is, but you know, what can you do? But me, let me let me give you a rundown of kind of everything that's been going on in my life because it's been kind of freaking busy, which is why I haven't really recorded any episodes. Um, hopefully you guys have been fine, uh, staying safe and healthy out there. I about, it has to be like two months now or six, six weeks to two months. I got COVID and I was on my ass for pretty much a week straight where I was just laying down, not really doing anything. Um, I had been kind of feeling like something was happening. I was just hoping it was a cold or allergies for like the previous week. But my throat started feeling itchy. I noticed a lot of back drip in my nose. Um, not really congestion, just just back drip, you know, when when your nose is running, but it's running into the back of your throat and it kind of tickles your mouth or your uh, the back of your throat. And you feel like, you know, it's kind of weird and awkward, but it doesn't hurt. It's not like your your tonsils are swollen or anything. It's just you cough because there's that tickling sensation. So I had that going around for about a week or so. And then I had, I've been testing every like every other day just to be sure it's not COVID, it's not COVID, it's not COVID. Negative test for a whole week. And then finally, the weekend came and that Sunday I started feeling a little bit worse. Woke up on Monday and I still wasn't feeling great. So I called into work. And then either that night or I think Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday morning before I was going to go to work. I uh, took another test and that's when I finally tested positive. And I think that same night is when I got like a fever. I got a fever. I was sweating, uh, really bad uh, body aches, a throbbing headache. And just, yeah, you know, just the things that you kind of hear. I, I never did lose my taste or my sense of smell, which, you know, fingers crossed. Um, it's because of the vaccine or whatever, you know, just count my lucky stars because that would have really sucked. 
so that didn't happen, but the worst part was probably the throbbing headache. Had a headache for about three days straight. Uh, anyone that knows me knows that I suffer from migraines. And it wasn't quite as bad as one of the migraines I've had. But just imagine like a throbbing headache nonstop for three days straight. I tried taking some Tylenol. I tried taking some... Uh, I think I even tried taking my headache medicine. As well as... What else did I take? Uh, CBD. Tried taking some CBD. Uh, I didn't take THC. But basically, I was just trying anything and everything to try and get this headache to go away because it was it was the worst part of having COVID. The body aches, yeah, they sucked. You know, the fever, it sucks as well. Kind of being drained and achy all the time is sucky. But that throbbing headache just was not fun. Made it hard to, to have your eyes open. Made it hard to watch anything. Loud noises really hurt or aggravated it. It just, it was not a good time. But at some point, I had to just cut off taking the medications because uh, I was sweating like profusely at night. Um, if you guys aren't aware, just taking a lot of pills, have a lot of chemicals, have a lot of stuff that your liver just cannot process if you're constantly taking them. Uh, so they instead of your I think it's instead of you like your liver processing and filtering it, it just goes it just like comes out of your body in the form of sweat. So that's what was happening. So at some point, I decided to just basically cut off all um all pills of any sort, you know, because I, I at some point I was taking sleeping pills to try and get some sleep. Uh, because if you aren't aware, here's a fun fact: your body, when you're sleeping, is when it's it gets time to recover because you basically dial down to the basic functions, whatever the crucial functions are, and then the rest, your body just takes time to to heal itself. Um, if you're sick, your body takes that time to to do nothing but focus on fighting whatever is attacking your body. And just, uh, yeah, that's how, that's how you get better. That's why it's very important if you are sick, whether it's COVID, whether it's a cold, whatever, that you drink lots of liquids because you are going to sweat and get dehydrated and then get lots of rest. You need lots of rest for your body to, to get back on track. So, yeah, I was out for three days with a headache and then I started feeling better. I think that Thursday I felt like a lot better. Um, so I was up and about walking around. I went outside because this whole time I'm quarantined, right? That's the other thing, by the way, if you guys aren't aware of COVID, uh, I mean, everybody in 2020 was kind of quarantined and, and didn't go out or anything. It's like that, but you're stuck in a room by yourself. Even though you, my wife and kid were in the same house, it's not like I was hanging out with them. We weren't watching TV or anything like that. I was literally stuck in the room. Um, my wife, bless her, by the way, took care of me. She would bring in food uh, water if I needed it, all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, I, there's no way I could have done it without her. So there's that. But yeah, that Thursday I started feeling better. So I was up and about, I was walking about, um, outside getting some fresh air. And then by the end of the day, I noticed, I think I just, I knew I had exerted myself too much because I, I was dead. I was dead tired. And then Friday came about and I started feeling achy again and just really crappy. No fever. Uh, well, technically it's not a fever because to have a fever, your fever has to be over 100 or 101 or higher, I believe. If it's 199, it doesn't count. Or I think it's 100.7 maybe. It's one of those. Anyways, it wasn't high enough to where it's considered a fever, but it's it's high enough to where my body recognizes that my my temperature is off. So I start feeling achy and just not not really good. So anyways, that continued on for probably about, 
Thursday, it was Friday. So throughout the weekend, by Monday, Tuesday, I was starting to feel better. Um, I didn't have any more fever symptoms. Aches were very minimal, no headache. Uh, at this point, I was just having congestion. Congestion was the worst thing because I couldn't breathe, which meant it made, made it really hard to sleep at night. And then the other thing was the cough. Uh, the cough was more so, again, from the back trip, not so much because my chest was congested. But anyways, so I had that, and then I decided to take the rest of the week off. Luckily, my job is good enough to where um, we got paid two weeks uh, COVID supplemental leave. I think some places in California, you're only allowed 40 hours, but I think it's supposed to be 80 regardless if you have like 26 employees or more. Anyways, my wife only got one week, which we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, so I took the rest of the week off. Luckily, again, my job has some really good perks, some good benefits, and that was one of them. I took my full uh, two weeks, 80 hours off to fully try and get as close to 100% as possible. Uh, I took it easy and... Yeah, went back to work the following Monday. But that Friday is when I officially tested negative. This is week two, right? After two weeks of quarantine, all this stuff. Um, Friday is when I finally <laughs> tested negative because I had tested, I think, on Wednesday and I was still positive, or maybe it was Tuesday. So I just waited till Friday anyway. Uh, technically, I think I was in the clear because uh, the new CDC guidelines, I think, are if you're. Five days in, no fever for the last 24 hours, and your symptoms are improving, then you shouldn't be more contagious. You shouldn't be as contagious, or you shouldn't be contagious. And if you, you can go out and about, but you need to be wearing a mask for an additional five days. Anyways, I was quarantined for two weeks, so whatever. I tested negative. First thing I did was start cleaning up the room so that my wife could move back in. <laughs> I started doing laundry, washing the sheets, and all that stuff. And at the same time, I can't remember why I turned the, the sink in the laundry room on for oh i was gonna put my cpap machine because i have sleep apnea so i put all my uh, i was gonna let it soak with vinegar in hot water so i put that in there and i was letting the sink fill up more so that it would fully cover all the equipment and then i walked away because i had a lot of chores to do i had to clean up uh, the rest of the house make sure everything's sanitized i had to just do a bunch of stuff and i heard the trickling of water but I just figured it was the laundry machine because if you, you know, laundry machine water just pours down in there. So I thought that's what it was. And then the second time I heard it, I was like, oh, crap, I left the sink on. So I rushed to the laundry room and there's probably like a good solid inch of water just covering the whole laundry room. At this point, I'm freaking out. I don't know what the heck I'm, I'm going to do. So I immediately unplugged the drain to get that water out. Uh, I opened the laundry room door which luckily leads to uh, the backyard and i just grab a broom and just start sweeping the crap out of all the water um so i sweep it all up i i dry it all up and i uh let my wife know you know what what happened notice that the walls don't look terribly like soaked or really damaged all that much um but I still had to call one of those uh, mitigation companies to, to to double check, make sure they're, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. I guess it was really foolish of me to think the water hadn't really seeped into the walls or anything. Because it, it literally was probably flowing and, uh, and, and flooded for like maybe five minutes, six minutes, something like that. It wasn't long. Uh, and then once I cleaned everything up, it didn't look that bad. But anyways, I'm glad they did. They did finally come in and take a look because... Um, the laundry room shares a wall with one of the spare bedrooms 
and it goes into the hallway where you can go into the garage. Anyways, they came in and there was water. The water had seeped through the wall and into the bedroom, gotten the carpet soaked. I didn't know. Like, had I said, don't come, whatever, I would have never known that 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 happened. Like, I was so amazed that the water had gone through the wall that quickly to the other bedroom. Uh, They had to take some floorboards out in the hallway because it had gotten under there. It traveled, like, all the way across to the other wall. And it's just, yeah, it was not good. So I had them come on the weekend and do some work. They had to take the baseboards out. They had to drill holes. They had to dry it all up, blah, 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 Uh, just to kind of get it started. And then on... They were going to remove the vinyl flooring too, but they didn't because uh, I was going to do that. And then they were going to come in on regular hours versus playing, paying overtime hours. And they never did anyway, but whatever. So the vinyl flooring is completely dead. Half the floorboards in the hallway are gone. There's holes in the freaking drywall. There's a bunch of fans and humidifiers and all kinds of crap going on. Um, and this is the weekend after I get out of quarantine. So it's like, holy crap. <laughs> I've been in quarantine for two weeks, and the first thing I do is flood our laundry room. Great. So, anyways, that happened. We're still taking care of that. And actually, finally, we're able to fix the room once that was dry. The room luckily didn't have any holes from uh, for the drywall or anything. And I had my mother-in-law's boyfriend. He had the tools and stuff, and he came over and let me borrow them. And I, I fixed the baseboards. I put new trimming on the door. And got the bedroom set up because that was the biggest thing. It's my wife's sort of office slash uh, like her, not really meditation room, but that's kind of like her safe space, kind of like the casita is mine. But anyways, had to get that back sorted out because we had to move bookshelves. The bookshelves or the books were on the bed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the first priority. We got that set up. And then tomorrow, finally, the flooring people are going to come. Uh, originally, I was going to have a contractor do all the work, fix any drywall that needed to be fixing, put new baseboards, flooring, uh, potentially a new sink, which I think we're just going to try and make the one we have work, even though it's a little water damaged. Um, yeah. So anyways, he, the contractor came by, gave me an est- a rough estimate. Actually, no, you know what? They didn't give me an estimate. He just said, oh, yeah, I can get you know two, three guys come in next week and get it done, which I was pumped. I was like, OK, that works. Uh, but then we had to go through the insurance because it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be close to 10 grand. Um, so anyways, we get that going. Um, but he doesn't give me the estimate or anything to send to the insurance company for, I think it was like a week and a half before he finally gave me the quote. By that time, I had already fixed the bedroom and I was already talking to flooring companies about getting the floor fixed. So anyways, Floor was supposed to be installed on the 18th. Now it's getting installed tomorrow, which is great. Hopefully the the new vinyl's done. They're going to fix the hallway so that we fix the the flooring that they took out, the trimming, the baseboards, all that's going to get done tomorrow. And hopefully that's one less thing we got to do. Probably later in the month we'll get the vanity, or not the vanity, the sink slash cabinets fixed. Just got to drill it back into the wall and seal it up and whatnot. But yeah, we so we had that terror happen. And then my daughter was showing signs of being sick. Luckily, she ended up avoiding COVID and just ended up with a cough and a cold uh, because she's set to go to Italy. She did go to Italy. Um, it was the, f- was it the last week in June, I think? First week. In- yeah. No. Was it? I don't remember. 
I think, it, oh, no, no, no. It was the second week in June after she got out of school. That's when she was going to, to Italy to visit her mom. If you guys aren't aware, her mom moved to Italy because her husband is in the Air Force and that's where they got stationed. So my daughter goes there for summer and winter break. So anyways, the whole time now we're fingers crossed she doesn't get COVID, even though she's showing signs of a, of a just congested and cough. And we're like, oh, crap. Okay, so we start testing her. And then like two weeks after I'd been quarantined free, um, my wife on that Friday tests positive for COVID. She hadn't been feeling well, and then she tests positive for COVID. So it's quarantine time. She goes into the bedroom. Luckily, I'm, again, my job. I might not like it all the time, but it has good benefits. I was able to work from home for that week coming up because she had said that her throat felt like it was lava coming down her throat or something. Or maybe that's my boss. She was saying anyways that her throat like really hurt, like it was hard to swallow. And she, yeah, so I got worried. I'm like, maybe I, you know, she's going to have it worse and I'm going to have to take her to the hospital or ER or something. So I asked my boss if I could work from home. Luckily, I was able to. And uh, yeah, just took care of her. Luckily, she was just in bed for a week. Um... And yeah, so that happened the whole time. Again, we're testing my daughter because she's set to leave in like a week. <laughs> so we're making sure that she doesn't have COVID or test positive for COVID so that she can get on her plane and they don't have to reschedule that. So we're being super careful to her to wear a mask at school and all this other stuff. And um, at the same time, I'm, I'm trying to get scheduling for the hallway and the laundry room to get fixed, uh, you know, work taking care of my wife and all this other stuff is just, it was a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, I decided to make a deal with the universe. Uh, I believe in God, but I don't believe in God in the traditional sense, uh, with like church and all that kind of stuff. I do believe, I do believe there's a higher power and um, call it the universe, call it God, call it whatever you want to call it. Um, so I made a deal that I was not going to touch a golf club at all. If, Oh, until July 1st, if I got help with getting better, because at some point, like I was still getting fatigued It's two weeks after and I'm still getting fatigued. Like sometimes I just feel drained. Um, I still wasn't feeling 100 percent, not even close to 100 percent. So I just made that deal. And, you know, I like to think it worked out by July 1st. I was feeling a lot better. Uh, finally went golfing. And yeah, it was just uh, it's been a hard couple months, just a lot of crap going on. And yeah, I don't know. Just, just personally, it's been, it's been mentally draining. It's been physically draining. I've been trying to find a hybrid car, either a, a new Sonata that's hybrid or a, a your SUV that was, and all the deals have kind of fell through. Everybody tries to lowball me on the trade-ins because they want you to pay five, six grand over at, or over MSRP because of shortages, but they don't want to give you five or six over, um, what would normally be giving, even though Kelly Blue Book says that that's how much it's worth. So, yeah, anyways, nothing's worked out on that front. And then we have all the crap going on in this country, which is now the part of the show where I will talk about that. Probably not for too long. I just kind of want to get it out there, kind of see my position on everything. And, um, yeah, that's not something you guys want to listen to. You want to cut out now. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. That's kind of where I've been, why there hasn't been a podcast, just double COVID, daughter, you know, going to Italy and just work and just a lot of crap, you know, house crap that it's going wrong. But we're here. I'm going to try and make this a weekly thing again. Try and find some uh, new topics to talk about. Again, if you guys have any ideas, feel free to shoot them on Twitter. Twitter.com backslash NFG Rocker Dude. 
Oh, which I forgot. I was supposed to go to GCX, GCX event. I did not end up going um, because they require a negative test within three days, I think, of the event. And um, the Friday before, I still hadn't tested negative uh, until that Friday. But by then, I knew I was going to pay, be paying probably seven to ten grand to fix the laundry room and stuff. So I just didn't feel right. Um going there and knowing that I was going to be spending like probably twelve to fifteen hundred dollars between hotel food uh, drinks going out all that kind of stuff uh, it just didn't feel right so I ended up canceling the trip I used the credit from the airlines to use on a wedding we're going to Portland later this year I canceled the hotel room luckily there was no cancellation charges there and I just I uh, sold my newfound glory ticket which I was supposed to go to that with Sam aka Mrs. Dr. Lupo and friends just didn't end up happening I just it just didn't feel right. It didn't sit right with me to, to go away for a weekend or four days, four or five days while all this crap is happening at home, you know? So, yeah, so I didn't go to that. And then is now where we're going to get into all the crap that's going on. Um, so, again, if you don't want to listen to that, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, I can catch you guys on the next one. I'll try and figure out topics to talk about. Um, and, yeah, but the first thing I want to get into is Uvalde in Texas. The Uvalde school shooting, school massacre, I should call it, um, act of terrorism, and <laughs> this whole debate with guns. Mind you, it just happened this past weekend, too, and it seems it happens three, four, five, six times a week now, and it's a weekly thing, and it's something that we seem to be either desensitized to or just choose to ignore. But the fact that we have mass shootings in this country, like, regularly is beyond wild to me this is a first world country this isn't a country that's at war like with another place where bombings and all this crap should happen this is it's supposed to be america land of the free land of the great and all this stuff and people take some of those things in the constitution to mean that you know they're things that probably shouldn't be i don't know like second amendment and your right to bear arms I think people don't quite understand what that's meant to be. And I think that's meant to be if we get it invaded where we have the right to defend ourselves, which is why it's the right to, to bear arms. But one, that's never happened. And two, um, there's just no reason why guns that are meant to be in war should be allowed to be in the hands of anyone, period, let alone 18 year olds who can't even drink. Like, they are not, you legally cannot serve an 18-year-old alcohol because it's bad for them. Yet you allow them to carry and buy an AR with little to no, like, little to no effort. You don't need a license. You don't need permission. The waiting period sometimes isn't even there. Um, the background check is very minimal unless you go through, a, you know, a gun show or a private seller, then you don't even need a background check. And it's just bananas to me that everyone keeps going back. It's my right. My Second Amendment right. And it just, how the fuck does that work? How do you, we had Sandy Hook, a bunch of toddlers, preschoolers, little kids murdered. Um, now we have Uvalde, again, a bunch of elementary school kids, teachers get murdered. The cops, by the way, let's get into that. They didn't do shit. They waited because the guy supposedly was heavily armored, which he wasn't, and they were just scared. They were just scared to go in there, and because of that, more kids died. 
they saw him before he got into the school. I guess supposedly they fired on him and they, they thought that he had armor so their guns were going to work. Mind you, cops have fucking assault rifles as well, not just handguns. Um, anyways, they didn't do enough. They didn't do anything realistically. They were preventing parents from trying to go into the school and save their own kids. And it's just wild to me that that's kind of the agenda that people are pushing, that we need more more force. We need teachers with guns. We need more guns. We need more officers. When there were officers here, there were officers or security guards or people with guns at the Buffalo shooting as well outside of the, was it, I don't remember what the shop was called, but that shooting, which happened like what, a week before this school shooting happened. It's like, no, that's not the answer, you know? Uh, and then uh, people try and throw mental health out there. Like it is a mental health issue. Yeah, it's partly a mental health issue, but this is an American issue. This is an American and a gun issue. Take any other country, first world country in the world. Heck, I don't even think it's just first world. Take third world countries in the world. And they all have mental illness problems, but they don't have a gun problem because, you know, guns are either really hard to get or they're just not allowed. And where was it like Scotland or what I think is Scotland or one of those countries over there. They had a mass shooting. I want to say it's like in the 80s or 90s and um, the government outlawed either guns or assault style rifles. And since then, they haven't had any any more shootings like that because the government decided to act upon it and do it. And our government, both Democrats, the GOP, whoever, um, don't have the balls to really try and make the change, don't have the balls to, to do what's right. They don't care about you or me or the people they represent. They really don't. They could give two shits. They line their pockets with uh, all these companies, whether it be... Um, all the price gouging that gas companies, uh, you know, do against us and nobody does anything because they're, they have their pockets lined up. They get paid off. They get, you know, a couple million, a couple hundred thousand dollars. Sometimes it's not even that much. It's like $30,000 donation to their campaign, but they feel obligated to, to keep, um, supporting them and make sure that we don't pass laws that it's going to affect their bottom dollar, um, I've seen a lot of tweets, a lot of articles where it shows that the the price of oil is the same as it's, it was like I don't know ten years ago, but the the price of gas is like doubled or tripled since then. So how how the f does that make sense? Like I get supply and demand, but as soon as oil is gonna go up or goes up even five bucks a barrel, uh, gas prices go up ten twenty cents. But then when oil drops thirty dollars, the gas prices stay the same. You know why? Because nobody really bats an eye. Nobody gives a shit. Like, it, yeah, they hate paying for it, but they keep paying for it. And two, they just, I don't know. It's just like freaking all these mass shootings. We have like a five second, um, we have like a five second um, attention span. You know, it's just, we, we forget about it or we don't care enough. We just move on from it. Black Lives Matters. Racism in this country is still super active. Um we just had a, is it Jalen Walker, I believe was his name, get shot up 60 times, 60 bullets hit him. I believe it was nine officers, nine different officers shot at him. 90, around 90 rounds were shot and 60 of them hit, hit him. He was an unarmed black man running away from the cops. Supposedly, allegedly, he shot one time out of his window and then they started chasing him. Mind you, why, if he had a gun, 
and people were in the cops were scared that he had a gun. Why would they not kind of back up or set up a perimeter or do something instead of chasing him? Um, you know, like if you're scared that you're going to get shot, isn't that something you would do? Like, whoa, okay, let's back up. He could, you know, shoot us. But instead, they don't. He got out of the car. They chased him. They shot him up. Um, he was already on the ground. They still continued shooting. And apparently, the police force said that it was appropriate that that followed the guidelines that they have um, with with these kind of situations, which makes zero sense to me. And then at the same time, on the flip side of that, you have a white man who just shot up a uh, a parade on July 4th. <laughs> from a rooftop with a assault rifle they they pursue him a little bit and then uh yeah you know pull him out of his car and arrest him nilly willy no i don't think guns were drawn i don't know if they were or not but how does that happen the only difference being that uh, one was a black man running away and the other one's a, a white guy with tattoos on his face just pulled out of his vehicle um and i know a lot of people are going to say oh well that the guy who shot up the, the train in NYC, he was black and he got, he wasn't shot up. He got pulled. He was waiting in a freaking coffee shop. I think he was, somebody spotted him at a coffee shop and he was waiting there. And um, that's how the cops found him. He was just sitting there like eating or something. Uh, had he been running away, I'm sure he would have gotten shot up. But the kid in Buffalo, he, he had camouflage, freaking AR, whatnot. Same thing. I don't, I don't even know if guns were drawn there either. Um, but somehow they managed to get him without incident. You know, no gunshots. No, he's perfect. Or was Did he die? No, he was caught. He was caught and now he's going to go through trial, which is another thing I don't get. If there's like so much overwhelming evidence that he did this, there's camera footage that he did this. He, I mean, he fucking live streamed it. He did this. How does he still have rights? How does how do we still have to go through the fucking process of finding him a lawyer, feeding him, housing him in jail and prison, um, going through the whole process, wasting taxpayers' money for all this shit? It, it just makes no sense to me at all. And then some people don't even get get to go through that process. We just fucking shoot him in the back of the head. There's another black man. I and I wish I remember the name. The uh, saw saw the video sadly. Um, didn't mean to. I was just trying to see what what the body cam footage was, and literally, guys fighting with him for like five minutes. At no point does it look like he feels like his life is threatened. Dude is on the ground. He has, I think, one hand behind his back. The cops on top of him, and he's got one of the the suspects' hand behind his back. Then he pulls out his gun and just shoots him in the back of the head. Like, ha. <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't get it. And that's just the culture of this country. That we have racism is alive and well. We have a new clan. I believe there's a lot of uh, there's there was a protest by the new clan out there. Proud boys are still a thing. Just blatant racism, uh, bigotry is all part of this country, part of the nature of this country. We're built and founded on, um, and people just refuse to to see it or don't care enough to see it. Um, guns, same thing. You know, uh, people seem not to be bothered by it enough, enough to do anything or enough to talk about it. They don't want to face confrontation or I don't know what it is, but, you know, they'll talk about it maybe the day of and then it's like thoughts and prayers and it's let's move on to the next fucking thing. Another shooting, another shooting. And at some point, I guess people just stop thinking about it, stop thinking that it's a fucking problem. But in what's supposed to be the best country in the world, we should not be scared to go to movie theaters, concerts, 
um, parades, go outside and hang out with your kids. Like, it's just mind-boggling. And this is 100% a gun issue. Has nothing to do with... Um, yeah, it has something to do with mental health, but this is 100% an American and a gun issue. And until we ban AR-style weapons, weapons of war that have no business being in freaking 18-year-old hands, um, you know, I know Congress and the Senate, and I don't know if Biden signed it yet. There's some new gun regulations that, whatever, I guess it's something better than nothing, but it doesn't still, you know handle the main issue which is at least ban ar style weapons you know i guess if we're gonna do something make somebody fucking buy three handguns and shoot up a place that way uh which is gonna make it a lot harder from a rooftop or from a freaking hotel room right than letting them shoot with a, a, a freaking rifle so anyways gun control we have a lot of issues with that and then the big thing supreme court just seems to be on a power trip the overturned roe v wade which the big thing about that is basically giving women the right to do whatever they want with their bodies. Um, how you argue against that is beyond me. I get religious groups want to say, you know, the baby, it's a baby. A fetus is a baby at time of conception. Um, and George Carlin had a really good line where it said, you know, they, they give a fuck about the fetus from zero to nine months. But as soon as the baby's out, they don't give a shit. There's no universal health care. There's no, um, you know, daycare systems. There's nothing, you know, nothing for, for the kid after that. Until they hit the age of 18. And that you're primed to join the military. And then uh, you're old enough to die. To die for your country. Go fight a war that, that, we, that we create. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. I will never understand that. A lot of people, oh, you know, um, there's adoption. There's all this other stuff. But the way this country is built, the way I've seen it, everything I've seen, nobody gives a shit about kids once they're born. You know how many kids still need to be adopted? How many kids are on the streets homeless because, you know, they just don't have any support from the government? So, you know, this has nothing, really nothing to do with that. It has more to do with women being able to choose what they want to do and just stripping people of their rights, stripping people of the ability to do what they want with their bodies, to have a choice to do what they want with their bodies. And it's just disgusting. It's the fact that Democrats can do something about it and refuse to um, for whatever reason, because they want to stay elected or reelected, whatever the fuck it may be. That's kinda, that's the biggest frustrating part. Like, I know where the GOP is. I know where a lot of Republicans are with their way of thinking and what they want to do. The fact that Dems can do something about it and refuse to is just, I don't know, it's just so frustrating. That's probably the worst part, um, you know, because what was the point of winning all these tight races and winning these these states that normally don't win and have people that don't represent anybody or don't have the gall, don't have the ball to do anything about it, you know? It's just, I don't know. And then they overturned what, what the, how much the EPA can re regulate environmental Things basically meaning that fossil fuels um, can not really go unchecked, but they, there's only so much states can do to limit. They also overturned um, states being able to regulate um, concealed carry permits, right? Because states just don't have the rights or don't have enough permission or enough mindset to be able to handle who can carry a concealed weapon or give permits, etc. But at the same time, states do have the right 
mentality or the right power, enough power to tell women what they can and can't do with their bodies, which ends up being in a net. Guns have more rights than, than women do. Um, yeah, it, it's just wild. It's just wild. Too much shit going on. Um, I've really laid off Twitter and social media. Instagram, I do still do videos. I've been trying to do more videos since I've heard uh, Instagram now is more about reels and like TikTok and stuff. So I'm trying to do a little bit more edit editing. I did um, about an iPad Pro, which I've been working on editing and doing videos, that kind of stuff. But it's just, it's a very depressing time. Um, I did say F America because I truly feel that there's nothing to celebrate right now in this country. Um, with how far we've regressed in the last even month, couple weeks, and how much more we're going to regress before all's said and done. Because the Supreme Court ain't done yet. And trans folks, they already don't have any rights. And, you know, a lot of states already fight them on it. But gay rights, gay marriage is... I would not be surprised if that changes here in the near future. Um, they've already restricted... I think they, like... It's like a redlining issue. But, like, when you redo the lines in districts, they've kind of changed how many representatives a certain community can have. It's just, it's just lining up for 2024 to be a giant shit show, more so than it was freaking 2020, um, and it's just nutty. It's really nutty. I'm highly considering moving out of the country. Uh, my kids got three years left of high school after that, you know, I don't know. But hell, before that, we might need to move out because of uh, how shit is going down super quick. So anyways, that's just me venting. If you don't see me on social media a lot is because of that it's just too much shit to intake too much frustrating stuff too much anger too too much built up resentment and just one not seeing a lot of people that that i follow or that are my timeline really seem to give a crap um it's kind of depressing um so that's part of it the other part is that all all i see is shooting here shooting there this happened freaking justices did this uh you know whatever it's just too much too much to take too much uh for my brain does not comprehend it just cannot take anymore so um i have been weaning off twitter uh if i do go on instagram usually it's just a post uh like this i'll go and tweet that you have a new podcast episode and whatnot and uh yeah Golf is going to be my my escape still. I love going out there and golfing, which I did this past weekend and actually played pretty well. I'm going to go this weekend and uh, yeah, just have a good time. Anyways, if you made it this far, we're about 40 minutes in. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. I'd love to hear what you have to say uh, if you want to tweet at me or I don't know. I don't have a speak pipe, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm not alone in how I'm feeling. I know there's a lot of people that are just burnt out and doing the same thing, either deleting Twitter or just getting off social media, period. Because it's just not healthy. It's doom scrolling. And it's not just that it's made up shit from the media. Yeah, there is some of that. But it's just the reality of this country right now is is going downhill very fast and it's scary. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm going to go watch Thor Love and Thunder tomorrow and I'm going to go in there. I know I'm in the front row behind, like, the front seats the little hallway and I'm going to plan my escape routes in case somebody comes in. Anytime somebody new comes in, I got to check them out, see if they could potentially have a weapon and figure out what the hell I'm going to do. Uh, we're going to concerts in a few weeks and same thing. I got to figure out where the best place to run, where we could hide, 
how do we can take cover while getting out at the same time? And no, this isn't like me being, uh, being, uh, uh I don't know, like being extra or over the top. Uh, this is, this is legit the reality that I live in, um, that a lot of people live in that we, that's the stuff we kind of think about. Um, my kid, she's in Italy right now, which I'm actually pretty glad about, but you know, when she goes to school, is it the last time that I'm going to drop her off at school? Who knows? Is some kid who just turned 18 or fucking wasn't even 18, but his parents didn't lock up their guns or whatever, going to go up and shoot up the school. I don't know. It's just scary as shit. And there's no end in sight. Government refuses to do anything about it. And, uh, yeah, it sucks. Anyways. Thanks so much for listening to me vent. Hopefully you guys are having a, a better time than I am. Uh, much love to everybody. Seriously, if you guys download this, listen to it. Thank you so much. I very much appreciate it. If you have any topics you guys want to get at me, I'd love to hear them. Uh, maybe things you like. I don't know. We might do like a barbecue episode or summertime things you like to do. How that's changed over the years with the state of the country. Um, yeah, I don't know. But thanks so much. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com backslash NFG rocker dude. Same thing on Instagram. If you guys want to see some of the videos, I'll be posting there. Um, starting to post shorts on YouTube as well. And potentially it might be streaming maybe once a week. Uh, just something light, play fall guys or something and uh, get to chat with you guys again. If not, if I don't talk to you guys, then thank you again for listening. My name is rocker dude, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend. Be safe. Take care of yourself, and as always, much love to everybody. Bye.